This is the sports show we've all been waiting for. Connoisseurs of Sport features two sports enthusiasts who go beyond statistics to help you interpret the sports you love in new and refreshing ways. The scout will help you spot players and teams that have the makings of true greatness without having to rely solely on fickle statistics. And the GM will help you understand how it goes on behind the scenes, translate into what happens on court or on the field. Get ready, because no one else does it like the connoisseurs of sport. Episode 45. Okay, so <laughs> the NBA finals are over. Uh, it is actually the wee hours of the morning, everyone, after Game 7, which was held in Golden State. And I'm here with the scout. Scout, how you feeling? Strange. Mm. Got a weird, you know, feeling in my gut. I don't like the way... This is being covered. Let's put it that way. And that's a great segue into what we're going to talk about because our angle for this episode is going to be Kyrie Irving. That's Uh, right. Somewhere along the way, the media forgot that he existed. Um, So we're going to make sure that he is memorialized correctly. And without further ado, here we go. have game seven scout mm-hmm. obviously the golden state warriors were favored to win right they had game seven at home they did they had steph curry their wonderful unanimous mvp yeah greatest shooter in history let's not forget that's right they had clay thompson yes they had draymond green Yes, who that really doesn't do much for the Golden State Warriors. Oh, that's right. That's what that's right. Let's not forget. Let's get all the stories on the table. Oh, boy. Some people would have you believe that. And did he dispel those myths or not tonight? I don't know. Um, we have all kinds of people, but we are missing Bogan. So maybe the secret sauce is Bogan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we're getting into the, what the the um, the media likes doing this with the deduct the deduction method right where they like saying okay well this happened this guy wasn't present so he's the key yeah um bogut does have value in this system as they all do we've talked about the golden state warriors and and how they're built um as far as the modern game etc etc at infinitum Mm -hmm. what bogut does is sets illegal screens very well one say that again sets illegal screens very well (laughs) (laughs) free and clay and most of all your unanimous mvp Mm. a lot cleaner than what you were seeing right yes going forward when he was out of the game so he's important from that standpoint and just being an overall and all around dirt ball on the court oh kind of adds grit to the game in that way you know a lot of holding and, and 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 getting away with fouling he knows how to do that so he's that gritty kind of player yeah um so he's who he's who Varejao wants to be when he grows up. Well, Varejao is just we've talked about him just being having no respect for the game. It's a different level. I mean, Bogut <laughs> is, is 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 you know 
questionable in his, his tactics, but we've seen players like this. Every championship team has a player like that. But Ray Zhao is a joke. Okay. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I don't even want to comment beyond that because I think that is succinct and perfect for him. Now, before we get into Kyrie and the mm-hmm. Cleveland Cavaliers, let's continue with the Golden State Warriors. Who would you like to break down first? Which player? Because I think there are three that we need to discuss. We need to discuss Steph Curry. We need yeah, to discuss Klay Thompson. We need yeah. to discuss Draymond Green. Well, let's start with Draymond. Okay, let's do it. Let's start positively. Um, Draymond, um, I don't think uh, gets enough credit for anything. Yes, anything. Really, I would go out on a limb, and it would be a limb to others, maybe not a limb here, mm-hmm. as saying he's their most important player mm-hmm. um, on both ends. He, he really, I think, is the key to having their offense run or, or the, the most important person in regards to that because of his ability to stretch the floor. Yeah. Really keeping traps off of Steph Curry when he is the screen setter. Mm-hmm. Um, so you saw a lot this series of really Cleveland um, not allowing Steph Curry to come cleanly off of that high screen. Yes. And shoot that clean three. Now, there were a couple of breakdowns. You would see him every now and then, but not enough to have an impact. And the thing about Draymond Green, we know he missed the game via suspension. However you feel about that, we don't get into the conspiracies here. So you can, you can go somewhere else for that. Uh-oh. He, he missed the game. And you see the impact. Yeah. It, it's obvious. If you're really watching the game, and really we encourage you all, as we always do, to watch off of the ball. Do not always watch the ball. And you'll see how things change when Draymond Green wasn't in versus when he is in. So, for example, if he's setting the screen, he's a, really a pop player, right? Meaning he can he can come out of he can set that screen or even slip it and really curl back to behind the three-point line, right. forcing the defender or forcing the switch, right? Yeah. It's very difficult to guard two guys who can shoot from distance. And that's the key because he can shoot from distance. Right. He can also finish at the rim. Uh, we talked about yes. he's a, a wonderful defender. He's also the soul of that team. They're, they're um, emotional right. leader. Uh, all I think that's even things. you, GM, the point you – and we didn't even get to the defense, but that I think that's where he's most valuable for them. Mm-hmm. Whereas he, especially for Steph Curry, who is no matter contrary to his opinion of himself, is a porous defender. Um, Draymond Green, really, if you watched again off of the ball, was a shadow defender whenever Curry was guarding someone who could score. That's right. Right. So you would see him kind of trailing the play a little bit off, maybe three, four feet off of the play. And he has the ability to do that and then also recover to his man. Yes. Right? And also, he's able to disrupt the all-time greatest player in history now, I've learned. Oh. LeBron James. Okay, oh. so there's a lot of value. Yeah, that's news to me, you know, folks. It's, it's, that, it's hot off the presses. We'll get to that. That's breaking news. He's the greatest player in history, or he's in the conversation, or what have you. Anyway, back to Draymond. Yeah. He's able to do all of those things, and he makes them single-handedly, really makes them viable defensively and he helps again to 
ameliorate Steph Curry's issues as a defender and allow his allow Steph Curry to stay on the floor. Mm. Now let's move into Clay Thompson. He did not have a great game tonight. Not what a great series, really. Yeah, he was well. struggling a bit. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking? Um, you know, I'm not sure. Um, my problem. I, let me just jump I, in and say this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, as a fan of Clay's. Yes, we are a fan here of Clay Thompson. I just, I think it's difficult to judge him accurately because of his role on that team mm-hmm. and because of the sporadic usage yeah. of Clay Thompson as an offensive threat. I think that he suffers playing with uh, Steph Curry offensively. The Curry-centric offense kind of hurts him. It does. And you can see it when Curry leaves the court, and then he becomes more of an option, uh-huh. how he responds. Mm-hmm. And also, um, for Clay, and you know, actually, GM, I got to give you a shout-out on this, because you you had a big question mark over this Curry-centric offense that they really went all in. They really went all in on Steph Curry this season. Yeah. This is last year where it was more of a team effort. Mm. This year was really, we're going to, this offense is geared toward getting Steph Curry clean looks. Yeah. And it was an overwhelming change. You didn't see Draymond in the post as much. He really played high a lot more and, and so forth and so on. Multiple screens. When I say multiple, I mean maybe three in a row. Stagger screens. Curry playing off of the ball. It was really like Curry-centric. And that marginalized Clay. And this is also something we're going to talk about with Kyrie Irving where you have to have a rhythm. It's hard to have a guy not touch the ball for stretches yeah. Or not be involved in the offense. Exactly. Meaningfully for stretches and expect him to have a rhythm when he is a called upon. So it's more difficult for Clay. It's ve- yeah, and then he the energy he expends on the defensive end. That's the other side of it, right? It's you know, again, I would love to see him without Curry. Now for Curry. And you said it. I said it. You did. I said I need to see it in the playoffs. Did I say it? <laughs> yes. Did I say it? You did. When you everybody was at did. the height of their curry love, when yes. everyone was eating the curry, I mean, the Indians were like, wait a minute, it's our curry. <laughs> we're the ones who love curry for real, and y'all need to calm down. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so my wonderful Indians, I love the curry too, but not yeah. Steph Curry. So I said, You did. I need to see it. In the playoffs. And we saw it. Didn't we all see it? I think we did. And you know, his media uh, lovers. Yeah. You know, they are the most fickle people. Look, everybody, don't get in bed with them. <laughs> well, they I tried. Mean, they hopped, they, they, they tried. out of that bed and back well, into the bronze, didn't they? They did. But they've tried. They tried with him with the injuries. See, the thing about the, the media and, and, and the players they select or anoint is it's difficult for them when you don't give them anything. Yeah. And Steph Curry gave them nothing. Nothing. He's down across the board. Folks, go to, if you want to see how he dips statistically in the playoffs, mm. just go to basketballreference.com. You'll see it's just across the board. Let me five, just say on that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, on that, Scout, uh, we're linking, all of our links, by the way, everyone, is about Kyrie Irving. Uh, just to provide some balance. Very necessary. Uh, that's right. One of the links for Kyrie 
links to his basketball reference page. So I would start there and then you can search for Steph Curry from that link. Okay. Right. So Steph Curry down across the board for the entire playoffs and then also in the finals. Uh, we're talking points per game, and we're not talking about maybe he's off his average by two points. No, we're talking five points for the playoffs in totality. Mm-hmm. I think it's even more than that, maybe seven for the finals. I mean, this is huge. When you are supposedly the level of player they have said he is, yeah, you have to rise to the occasion. I don't, I don't know how many times we have to say this. You have to and it's, up for the moment. And it's not just them. It's Steph Curry himself. Oh, you, well, yeah, let's just deal with that quickly. His cockiness, uh, arrogance. See, there's a lot of people that are, like, walking around calling people arrogant. Um, one of the, the our favorites or my favorite and GM, you agree as well, Kobe Bryant has consistently been called arrogant. But Kobe Bryant always rose to the occasion. He always put in the work and did things like that. He didn't walk around like, you know, a peacock like Steph Curry. There's right? a difference between, look, if someone's confident – and you don't like them, it doesn't make them arrogant. Right. Okay, the confidence is when you put the work in, as the GM said, I'm sorry, as the scout said, you put the work in and you back it up. Right. Arrogance, arrogance is when you haven't put the work in, you don't back up what you say. Okay, all of that. You like to talk trash on the court. You want to talk <laughs> about how you're the greatest clutch player since Jordan. No, yeah. I didn't forget Steph Curry when you said that. I didn't forget it. And then you showed us what a stinker of a clutch player you are Yeah. in this series. Now, see, they had this wonderful season, storybook season, Yeah. Scout. 73 wins. Oh, they went 73 and 9. They beat the Bulls. Oh, my goodness. What? You know, everyone was waiting for this to be the end of it. I mean, I-, I thought this could have been the sequel to The Princess Bride. But here we go. They lose at home in a game seven. It all comes crashing down. And Steph Curry was nowhere to be found. No that is the worst game in the playoffs, I would think, right, in game seven? He was shaky the whole game. Yeah. Shaky. And when, like you said, and uh, mentioning what I said earlier, during the regular season, they put all their chips in on Steph Curry as an offensive juggernaut. Mm-hmm. They made him the focal point almost exclusively. Yeah. And this is what happens when you do that with the wrong guy. I have never seen this kind of thing in the history of the NBA. Yeah. Let, let's just say this. It's not that we're taking away what Steph Curry can do. What we're trying to do is put some respect <laughs> on it with a T. Yeah. We're trying to be accurate. Yes. He is a great three-point shooter. He's a great long-distance shooter. We've seen that. He has problems under the three-point line. He has problems keeping his handle. He has problems not throwing the ball out of bounds. Mm-hmm. He has problems finishing around the rim. Mm-hmm. He has problems. I mean, LeBron, how many blocks? Yeah, he's he's limited in his options once he gets under the three point line, or you know, in the he, he really has the mid range game is non existent, non existent. No, yeah, it's either a three or it's all the way to the basket, and there's a struggle at the basket depending on how he's challenged. Um, there's there, there, there's an in, there's a issue with finishing under duress. Yeah, um, and. and it, <laughs> Watching him in the series versus the offensive virtuoso that is Kyrie Irving, it really, really shined a light on that. Yeah, and um, can I, can I just say because you're saying it a lot, and let, let's just highlight it. You have to watch 
Yes. Not look at a stat sheet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your number of assists mean. What kind of assists? What, yeah. what was the situation? I don't know what your rebounds mean. What kind of rebounds were you getting? What was the situation? I don't know what your point totals mean. When were you getting those points? Was it in junk time when you're running up the stats? I mean, we saw a lot of that, didn't we? Yeah, it was a lot of front runner ball going on. And, this and series. perpetrated most of all by the two leading players, LeBron James and Steph Curry. The two unanimous uh, MVPs. Yeah, yeah. The two the two got right, because LeBron was unanimous right in the finals. finals. Yeah. Right. But it, it, those two um, know when. They, they, they tend to, when there's maybe a six, seven, eight point lead, they tend to kind of get more aggressive yeah. versus when the game's tighter or the, or the or their team may be down. You see Clay and a little more Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. right? Which I have a serious problem with. Yeah. Okay. And, and tonight it was Draymond. It, right. Draymond Green showed huge. And you know what? That's another thing. I, I'm not going to jump the gun and get into the whole LeBron thing. No, yet. go ahead. We're going there. Go, go ahead. ahead. Well, okay. Listen, this, they've recrowned LeBron James, right? Um, how would I put this? LeBron is always going to get his stats, right? No matter how he plays, he's going to get, he always does things that result in some kind of tally on the stat sheet. He's the custodian of his stats. Yes, that's what he is. They're always The numbers are always going to look large. But when you watch him play, folks, really? Yeah. First of all, Golden State and a lot of teams don't respect him as a scorer. Right. So the worst you'll get, first of all, they allow him to shoot probably what, 15, 16 feet and out. He's allowed, he's, they're begging him to take that shot. So there's no pressure there. Right. Clean look for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I may be generous by saying 16 and out. They may even back off even You're more. generous. Yeah. Yeah. So the point is, there is no devotion defensively to stopping LeBron James. Even, and if you don't believe me, Steve Curry even said it when they asked him. Yeah, and this was uh, what game six. Yeah, yeah. Game six he got a little. He got a little hot, right? Yeah. They, well, game six, the Warriors made a defensive adjustment. They decided to double and to help on Kyrie, right? And yes. to let LeBron be content with single coverage. And after they won that game, uh, Steve Kerr basically said, "We're going to continue doing that in game seven. Right? Um, yeah. He's essentially his jump, his jump shots, mid range and out." Are essentially he may as well be at the Y. Yeah. Okay. Practicing. No, there's no pressure on the shot. So when I look at the game, I don't look at stats. I'm looking at that. How is he getting these stats? Okay. The scoring is just that they don't double him to take the ball out of his hand. There's none of these things you see when you watch some of the previous greats. So I got a problem with that. Okay. And that's not to say he didn't play well. Okay, he didn't play well in game seven. I don't care what they say, but I watched that game. He did not play well. But the games before that, he played well. Yes. But it's under certain circumstances, folks. So, And, and this is information with regards to comparing him and putting him on a certain level. Like Isaiah Thomas completely disappointed me tonight. Oh, um, and that, that's seek. Yeah, that's, I love you, Isaiah, but come on, man. Um, but when I can, when you, again, remember this is, though, he's a member of the media. True, true. And there's a story to tell, but when you want to compare these guys and they did it with Steph Curry during the season to these people that are on Mount Rushmore, you got to be more thoughtful. It's not about a stat sheet because they all get their stats. Oh, uh, yes. And, you know, 
I just so and especially I'm done with LeBron. I'm done with him. Uh, well, no. well, let me say this as well. Yeah. Okay. Again, we talked about they really allow him to shoot. They don't double him. Whether he's in the post or not, I mean, he would post up Steph Curry. They wouldn't bring a second man. I mean, this is the kind of they this sure thing we were talking about. They're kind of content to allow him to score. Now, into the passing, he had a few really prominent passes. One um, comes to mind where he threw like the oop to Kevin Love. I think that was third quarter. That was a really good pass. Other than that, some a lot of those assists are really <laughs> passes he makes. The guys that make great shots. J.R. Smith had a few of them. Shumpert had one where he, you know, they had the four-point play. You know, that still counts as an assist. But these are tough shots they're making off of a pass from LeBron. And they really need to be more judicious in how they score these assists to me. Just because after all passing, you hit a shot with a, with, a, with a hand in your face, the guy gets an assist for that. It's outrageous to me. Look. So I really, and we talked about the assist stat. I'm not big on it. I think it's a nonsense stat unless you look at it as a team stat. Yeah. Okay. So I know I'm being hard on LeBron. I am hard on LeBron, but that's because of the level they put him on. I do not see it when I when I watch him play. And tonight he did not play a good game to me. Okay. Yeah. And let's also address um, his comments about him priding. What did he say? I pride myself on not holding well, the ball. Well, you know, look. This is why I'm saying I'm done with LeBron. I'm, 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 I'm actually I'm bored. I'm bored. Like yeah, I, we talked about him. My guys, my my coaches, yeah, my whatever. Yeah. He, talking about how he brought this winning his winning ways from Miami. Man, sit down. No, you did not. You know what I think Let's of? Not forget. Let's not forget. Yeah. You lost last year. Yeah. You lost. Kyrie wasn't there. Remember, brother. Now I know it's hard for you to say his name. <laughs> I know it's hard for you to say it after all of this. We noticed that, by the way. And this is why I have a problem with him. And that's why I do not feel bad being hard on him. He mm-hmm. has a high opinion of himself. It's not just the media. It's LeBron James himself. And brother, if that's how you think about yourself, you need to come better than that. And you need to know who made that clutch shot. Who made you win? We talk about Game 7. I'm yeah. talking about Game 7. That's right. Who yeah. did it? Who's the one garnering attention from uh, the Warriors defensively? Who yeah. is LeBron? Say his name. Say his name. Okay? Yeah. And he's not mamba. your guy. Look, the small mamba was huge. It wasn't just that small clutch mamba? shot. Yeah, the small mamba. It wasn't just the clutch three that really iced the game that no one and people want to act like didn't happen. It was that third quarter where they really stretched out to that seven point lead. That's that was right. Kyrie Irving because if you watch the third quarter, it was I think um, Jr. started it off hot mm-hmm. with a couple of, of, of really tough threes that I think Bron even got assists for. But he started it off, and then Kyrie and then Kyrie ooh, Kyrie. Had I think a thirteen point fourth quarter with some absolutely ridiculous layups. We talked about his acumen around the rim. Yeah, yeah, and and really that's what stressed the lead. And then LeBron went into his dribble the clock out mode, and Golden State was allowed back into the game. But didn't LeBron say that he prides himself? This is where you were going. That he yeah. prides himself on not doing that. That he prides himself on giving the ball up early. Uh, what? Yeah. Do, do you watch yourself? And you said, LeBron, that you do. You said you were watching game tape. I don't know what you were looking at. Maybe you need a clock. Listen, here, I'm going to say this about him. Yeah. And and, and this is going to be new. No one's going to have has ever heard what I'm about to say about LeBron James from anyone else before. But uh-huh. he's the biggest ball hog I've ever seen. <laughs> now, see, people normally associate ball hogs with shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's take my favorite, Kobe Bryant. 
notorious ball hog. Yeah. Allen Iverson, right? Guys like that. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about them. They don't necessarily hold the ball. They don't hold the ball for entire possessions and consistently take the clock below 10. They're quick trigger guys. Ridiculous. They take advantage of openings. Okay. So you may get a one dribble, two dribble pull up from those guys, but mm-hmm. the, it, it's the game's flowing. Yeah. Right. LeBron dribble, 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 back out, dribble, dribble. I mean, I can't count. I believe every possession he had the ball, they would, he would dribble it under 10. It was the most ridiculous thing. And then he gives up the ball and, and, and talks about my guys need to help me. My guys. That's what, and that's even less noble to dribble the ball that long and then pass it. Yeah, look, I'm done with LeBron. Let's go right to Kyrie. Kyrie, let's get positive here. We Let's get yeah, we positive, go. folks. I'm done with it. He got the unanimous finals MVP. Great. And you know what? Your blocks, LeBron, uh, defensively, I think. Okay. Yes. Well, let's, let's deal with that quickly. Defensively, as a as a weak side off the ball player, he was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, and it started um, what in the last game or game five? I want to say maybe game five. Game five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really he really started really. Yeah, st- it was game five because remember we were talking about how. Yeah. And I was saying especially, look, that's going to help you on the offensive end yeah. as well. It really seems to get him going. It helps his teammates. So on that end, yes, like yeah, you could be he- the ping of the glass. Yeah, he really gave Curry a hard time when he was guarding him. I mean, really shut. There was a shutdown um, when he was ever whenever he was switched out on him. But um, yeah, and Curry talking trash and look at what happened. Yeah, mouth shut. But as far as Game Seven, as far as this game that happened tonight, mm-hmm. and him being a it, we're talking a straight up defender, kind of like you know, like like we talk, we rave about um, 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 the clock. Kawhi Leonard, and we yeah. rave about um, 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 Clay, Clay guys like that. Um, yeah. We're talking about guys that take their man and make it difficult for them. Not guys that register stats, steals, blocks. No, we're talking about guys stay in front of their man, solid D, make them take a tough shot. Okay, those are the best defenders, right? Um, I'm Tony Allen we talk about all the time. Maybe one of the all-time great perimeter defenders. It's both so forth and so on. Bruce Bowen, you name them, right? Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Yes, Gary Payton, right. Maybe the gold standard. But... LeBron James is, is, is tonight his opposite player. And remember, folks, he was guarding Draymond Green, whether you knew it or not. Uh-oh. Well, yeah, because he he was leaving him open. Like, who? You know, and, and even um, what's-his-face on the telecast called him out on that. It was like, that was LeBron James. Van Gundy. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't Van Gundy. It wasn't. Oh, it was Mark Jackson. Yeah, right. You're right. You're right. And the thing is, right, Draymond, I'm just going to read the stats to you. Okay, folks, we're going to go in the stat world right now. 32 points, 15 rebounds, 9 assists. And I believe the 32 points were on 11 of 15 shooting. Is that correct? Yes, because the Golden State Warriors decided to go away from him. As they always do. Same in thing the happens. second half, right, Curry-centric offense showed up. It's ridiculous. It's like if someone is going, ride them. Right. Ride them. Anyway, let's go right to Kyrie because this is Kyrie's episode. We, is. This is the big build up to him. Yep. We talked about him a lot in the last episode. Um, now, I mean, it was such a, a pleasure to watch when he actually had an opportunity mm-hmm. to get his hands on the ball. I mean, you talked about the, the virtuosic abilities mm-hmm. around the rim. Nothing he um, can't do. Nothing. And and we saw on that game winner uh, with the two-motion shot that you love to talk about over Curry. Very important. Yeah. Uh, the use of the left hand, uh, mm-hmm. you know, using the glass. 
I mean, it, it really was a clinic. And I just hope that everyone was paying attention. Now, I'm going to say this. Too. I'm going to say this strong statement. Best basketball player, okay, on the floor in this series. Okay. I, now, people would say you're crazy. It's LeBron James. I'm talking about a skill from a skill standpoint. There's no he, question. Skill yeah, wise. he was the best basketball player in that series. Um, and he's the best basketball basketball player on that team. And, and that's what I, I like to use that term, basketball player. Yeah. Not celebrity or even maybe force. Because LeBron is more of a force, right? That's correct. Yes, he's a force. Right. He's more of a force. But basketball as a basketball player, Kyrie Irving, I think it's pretty obvious what he is. Um, the two most you shot again, I just want to make a, a, do a compare and contrast here. If you looked at the three that Steph Curry shot, the last one, where it was a complete brick, where he had... Did he have Kevin Love on him at that point? Was that Kevin Love? No, it was... Remember, uh, Kevin Love was taken out of the game at the end. Shumpert was brought in. Was it Shumpert? Well, you saw Steph Curry with his, his trick handle, I like to call it. You know, dribbling back and forth, trying to get his right shoulder free. And the yeah. struggle that happens sometimes, or a lot of the times, when his defender is disciplined. Yeah, now look, Kevin Love... Did a great job. Yeah, he got him on a lot of those shots you were talking about. But I do believe the very the, the final one was Shumpert. I think right. that was Shumpert. Now, contrast that with Kyrie Irving with Steph Curry in front of him. The ability to raise up over him. Yeah. And generate a clean, a clean look. And that's the difference when we talk about the two motion versus the one emotion shot. And why it's important, in my opinion, to be able to shoot the two motion shot. And Kyrie was shooting over bigger guys, not bigger, just yes. Curry. Right. You Trey, know, uh, Clay Thompson. Yep. He gave fits with that shot. Even some of the even larger front court. I think he got a couple over Draymond. Yes. It's important to, to have a two motion shot to me because of the offensive diversity it allows. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I mean, what else can we say about Kyrie? Uh, I, listen. Okay. At the, I have never seen someone hit a game winner or whatever you want to call that, a game icing shot like right. that in game seven of the finals and be ignored. It was so ignored. Such disrespect. Straight to LeBron James, because we have to tell, because the media and the GM, this is really your territory. The media has to weave these stories and these narratives. LeBron James bringing a championship to Cleveland, etc., etc. I don't care. That's not what we do here. We are about the sport, the game. I don't care. And it's even it, it, Kyrie has been doing dynamite post game interviews with the NBA uh, TV folks. Yeah, we, we have one of them in, in our yeah. show notes. Yeah, he did another one tonight talking about the game, dissecting what he was thinking strategically, tactically. That's what we do here. That's what we're interested in. Okay, LeBron James likes talking about the Ernest buying a fumble in Cleveland. I don't know what that has to do with him and, and all kinds of other things. <laughs> Michael Jordan and the shot, you know, against Craig Elo. He likes making these grandiose, uh, having these grandiose conversations, and I don't care. Well, you know, okay. remember, remember, he, he wanted to be the global icon and all of that right. stuff. He's not about the game to me. It's not, I'm, I'm a Kyrie guy. I'm a Kobe guy. I'm a, I'm an MJ guy. I'm those guys, even Isaiah, um, Isaiah guys that, that really talk the game, not all this other outside nonsense. Okay. And, and uh, like I said, 
it shows what Kyrie's focused on by the way he plays. The yeah. lack of weakness in his offensive game. It says something about him. And also, he even played solid defense tonight. That's where and I was going. Throughout, throughout the last three games of the series, right? Yeah, I mean, he really stepped it up on both ends. Um, especially tonight, you could see how his activity on the defensive end really helped. Yes. Um, even when he wasn't defending Curry. Right. Okay. So, you know, I, look, he's the guy for me that I want to watch. He's the one I will continue to pay attention to in the future. Um, I just want everyone to remember he was not there in the finals last year after the end of game one. Right. And we know what happened to LeBron then. Right. So let's all be respectful. Is does LeBron deserve credit? Of course he does. Right. But excuse me. Yeah, we're not me. saying that. Yeah, we're yeah. not we're not yeah. We're just yeah. trying to set it straight. Kind yeah. of drag it back to the middle here somewhat. Exactly. But excuse me, don't forget the name Kyrie Irving. Okay. Small Mamba. Him the MVP trophy. Thanks. Right. Small Mamba. He was there when the chips were down more so. Yes. While LeBron was front running. And with that, everybody, I think in the next episode, Scout, we're going to talk about the NBA draft, which is coming up. Yes, Mr. Ben Simmons and then Mr. Ingram. Ingram, that's right. What, Buddy healed, right? Yeah, but, you know, Buddy's not, I don't think, he's in, not in that stratosphere. But no. I think those are the two guys, right? And, those and, are the two. You know, I have been notoriously, I've been waffling a bit with Simmons and Ingram mm-hmm. as far as who's number one. Um, I'm still waffling a bit. I think I'm Ingram today. Oh, you would now see. I know, I know. Changing your mind. I know. I I think I'm Ingram today just because of the shooting. Yeah, I think that's where I really. Um, and also I think he'll have value defensively because of the length. Well, that's going to be the question. Is he more than just a shooter? Right now, at the same time, Simmons, I actually found because it's hard to find him shooting the ball from any distance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want to see you want to see the mechanics <laughs> and how he shoots it, right? So I finally found a few of those, and his mechanics it can be built upon. Okay, right. So that's what I was looking for for him. The shot is solid mechanically. I, 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 let me not say that it's solid as far as the placement of the ball, the set point. Mm-hmm. And his ability to elevate on it. Now well, he, he, he yeah, has he, issues with balance, and he drifts when he shoots. And there's some trash going on in his motion and that kind of thing. But that can be fixed. I'm looking for things. Does he have? Are his issues correctable from a shooting standpoint? I think they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, who who do you think uh, is drafted first? Simmons. I think 76 is going to take Simmons. But he doesn't um, want to be there, though. You know, he wants to be in LA. That's what you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, honestly, I mean, to be honest, who is who doesn't want to be in L.A., especially if you contrast him with, with all due respect, Philly folks, the 76ers organization has really been struggling kind of to build a team, I'll say. They're yeah. just drafting athletes, right. and I don't think they're building a team. So, um, yeah, Philly's a wonderful city. It's it's the organization yeah, that yeah, it's, right. gives you pause. Okay, so we will come back next week after that. We'll go further into detail about the draft, and who knows what else we'll talk about. But just remember, everybody, the name, mm-hmm. his name is Kyrie Irving. A.K.A. Small Mamba, A.K.A. Uncle Drew, whatever y'all want to call him. You know what? The scout is like when they're doing the news uh, footage, when they're doing those interviews outside and the people run up. Yeah. And they shout things at the camera. That's right. 
getting in in the midst of the interview. Okay. Hey, I got to bring the energy, baby. (laughs) Okay, everybody. Have a great weekend. Boy, oh boy, game seven. We'll see ya. Listen to Connoisseurs of Sport every Monday at dailydynamic.com.